Today's episode of The Realist Podcast on Total Sports Live is, as always, brought to you by Total Sports Live. On the site this week, Matt Brown has already put up his Eagles wrap-up, get all the information and opinions that you need about the Eagles 30-17 win over the Washington Indigenous Persons yesterday. Also on the site, welcome our newest contributor, Caitlin Hemsley. She has two columns up this week. First one is about the Flyers training camp opening September 15th. She also did a five point on five Flyers that need to improve for the upcoming season. Let's kick off this podcast, as always, with a little Mob D. I got you stuck off the realness. So week one of the NFL, almost over. It's about 10-15 on the East Coast right now, which means that the Los Angeles Chargers and the Denver Broncos will be kicking off shortly. Last time I looked, just looking at scores, uh, New Orleans was down 10, so we'll see what happens with that. Texans lose at home to the Jaguars. Good crowd, but they were thoroughly disappointed yesterday. The Miami-Tampa Bay game was postponed due to Hurricane Irma, which struck the entire state of Florida yesterday. Thoughts to everybody down there in Florida. Stay strong, be safe, hopefully the cleanup is swift and easy. One topic that dominated and still dominates the NFL conversation is the continued unemployment status of quarterback Colin Kaepernick, formerly of the San Francisco 49ers. Still not on a team, despite some really, really bad quarterback play yesterday. Talking about the New York Jets, Jaguars, and then the Indianapolis Colts. Scott Tolzien didn't do much against the LA Rams, if anything. The protests that Colin Kaepernick started continued with Marshawn Lynch, Michael Bennett, both sitting during the national anthem, Michael Jenkins and Rodney McLeod of Philadelphia Eagles raising the Black Power Fist salute at the Eagles Indigenous Persons game yesterday. And national journalist Sean King started his NFL boycott and urged others to join him because of his reasons. Um, The most damning being that there is the belief that Colin Kaepernick is being blacklisted by NFL owners due to his repeated protests of the national anthem to protest his idea and the growing, growing fact, I guess, that there are mistreatings between African Americans and law enforcement. I'm not naive enough to think that this does not go on, and if this is how Sean King and Colin Kaepernick and others, including Marshawn Lynch, Michael Bennett, Philadelphia Eagles, Malcolm Jenkins... I'm all for it. More power to you guys, and I hope that people continue to listen to you. As a matter of fact, go on Twitter. If you support the NFL boycott, feel free. I'm not going to stop you, and I'm not going to try to talk you out of it because I think it's something that needs to be said. I think it's something that needs to be done to kind of change the culture of the NFL and its ownership and how business is done up there in New York headquarters. Um, You can check out the hashtag... NFL Boycott. You can check out the Twitter handle at the NFL Boycott for all the information. I know that Sean King is rolling out the next phase 
of this boycott next week when he urges others to not just boycott the NFL, but boycott their advertisers, including Pepsi, Anheuser-Busch, among others. As far as my personal boycott, I started a personal boycott last year, and this was because I was more or less fed up with the NFL's continued failure at recognizing and being on the forefront of social contact issues. It could be with domestic violence, it could be with concussions, it could be a number of other factors that make the NFL kind of not watchable anymore. Personally, this is what I do, and this is what I started to do last year. I watch the Philadelphia Eagles, and that's it. I was born and raised in Philadelphia. I am a stout Eagles fan, and my reasons for wanting to continue to watch the Eagles are simple. I still believe that the Philadelphia Eagles run a model franchise. There aren't many franchises in the NFL that run as cleanly and have kept their noses clean more than the Philadelphia Eagles. There's maybe perhaps the Pittsburgh Steelers, but the Ben Roethlisberger thing kind of gets in the way of that opinion. Obviously, there are really, really bad examples. The New York Giants, for example, with the Josh Brown thing. Of course, the Baltimore Ravens with how they handled Ray Rice. Dallas Cowboys, but this is no new thing for them because Dallas was a little bit crooked in the 90s. And now with the Ezekiel Elliott thing going on, it's only bringing back old wounds and it's just it's just hard to watch a lot of these teams because I know the background of a lot of these teams in the NFL. The Philadelphia Eagles have not really been that kind of franchise. Jeffrey Lurie runs a pretty tight ship here in Philadelphia. There haven't been a lot of reports about domestic violence or mishandling and concussion issues. Before you even say it, yes, I do remember the Riley Cooper controversy from a few years ago. And yes, that was that was a problem. But again, I think Jeffrey Lurie and the organization handled that perfectly. There is another side to that that I argued all the time. Yeah, Riley Cooper should not be on the Philadelphia Eagles. But at the same time, and this is from the business aspect of it, in order to release Riley Cooper at the time, it would have cost the Eagles a little bit more money than I believe they're willing to spend. And I completely understand that because that's the business side of football. That's another aspect that needs to be discussed. When you're talking about teams that Sean King identified through his Twitter handle today, be it the New York Jets or the Cleveland Browns or the Jacksonville Jaguars, for example, the the New York Jets, yeah, they have a really, really bad quarterback situation. But at the same time, What's the plan there for the New York Jets? Are they really trying to compete, or are they simply trying to be bad enough to get a high draft pick? You could say the same thing about the Jacksonville Jaguars. When it comes to the Cleveland Browns, they drafted Deshaun Kaiser. That's their quarterback of the future. That's who they want to roll with. So bring in Colin Kaepernick while, while it would make the Browns very competitive, Maybe that's not the right kind of play for a team like the Cleveland Browns. It would make sense for the Indianapolis Colts, for example, to sign Colin Kaepernick because I think that they really need somebody in there that can hold down the fort until Andrew Luck comes back. 
that's not the case for every team. And for example, for another example, the Arizona Cardinals, they're always one Carson Palmer injury away from being one of the worst teams in the league. And I think that Arizona is still one of those teams that could really compete in the playoffs and maybe get to an NFC Championship game if things break right. Getting back to the Eagles, you're talking about a franchise that gave Michael Vick a second chance when he was released from federal prison after no other team wanted to give him a shot. The Eagles stepped up and they said, all right, we're going to bring Michael Vick in, but we already kind of have our quarterback situation well in hand. They had a really good young prospect in Nick Foles, and Michael Vick kind of won the job there. That would be the argument for people that want to bring Colin Kaepernick to Philadelphia. Let me just say this right now. I would have no problem bringing in Colin Kaepernick. I think Colin Kaepernick would be a welcome addition to the squad. Here's the problem. The Eagles already have a franchise quarterback in Carson Wentz. They have a capable backup in Nick Foles. So unlike the situation with Michael Vick, the Eagles were not in any kind of position to sign Colin Kaepernick this time around. Also, contrary to what many believe, Colin Kaepernick is a starting quarterback in this league. He absolutely is. When someone tells me that Kaepernick cannot be a starting quarterback in this league, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Because when you look at his statistics, his QB rating of about 91-92, he can win you games if you're trying to get to a Super Bowl or if you're trying to compete right away. In the situation with the Eagles, they're set with who they have. With a lot of these teams, they're set at who they have or they have other plans. Like, for example, going back to the Jets. Colin Kaepernick, sure, they would win more games with Kaepernick and maybe more butts would get put in the seats. But at the same time, what's it really going to do long term? I mean, if personally, if I'm the general manager of the New York Jets, I'm trying to stockpile as many high draft picks as I can. Which, you know, that's because I understand the business aspect of it and long-term franchise building. I understand that Colin Kaepernick is a controversial figure. I understand that. But for some teams, it might be worth it to give Colin Kaepernick a shot because it would actually help their football team. Like, for example, in the case of the Indianapolis Colts without Andrew Luck or the Arizona Cardinals if and when, when Carson Palmer goes down. Those are the teams that you want to look at when it comes to where Colin Kaepernick could go. If the Philadelphia Eagles had a spot for Colin Kaepernick, there's no doubt in my mind that they would try to sign him. But that's just not the case here. So if you're on board with the NFL boycott, more power to you. I I will not try to talk you out of it. And I would just hope that you respect my decision and how I am boycotting the NFL. I'm watching Philadelphia Eagles, and that's it. And that's only because I believe that the Philadelphia Eagles are a model franchise. And if they had the opportunity to sign Kaepernick, they 100% absolutely positively would have. Because they've done this before with somebody. They've actually done this twice with two quarterbacks in Michael Vick and Tim Tebow that commanded a lot of public attention and there was a media circus around both of those quarterbacks. I think that the Philadelphia Eagles organization could handle that situation perfectly. It just so happens that they did not have the means 
Well, they definitely had the means, but they just didn't have the right opportunity for Kaepernick, given the fact that they drafted Carson Wentz number two overall last year, and that's who they're banking their future on. And I think that's the right move for the Philadelphia Eagles. The right move for other teams, again, Colts, Cardinals, that's probably the right moves for them, but got to give them a chance. I hope that Colin Kaepernick gets another shot in the NFL. I love the way the guy plays, and I just wish him the best, and I hope everything works out for him. In the meantime, if you're on board with the boycott, continue on, push on. I hope everything works out for all parties involved. But in my land, in my universe, I'm quite happy with just watching Philadelphia Eagles and being confident in the fact that my football team runs a well-oiled model franchise in the NFL, which is not what you can say about a lot of other teams. This has been another broadcast of The Realist on TotalSportsLive.com. Check out all the columns this week. Like I said, two Flyers columns this week by Caitlin Hemsley, newest contributor. Hoping I can get her on the podcast as soon as hockey season starts because, you know, hockey is one of those sports that I don't know everything about everything. So, Really hoping I can get her on at some point, so we'll see what happens. In the meantime, enjoy the NFL however you enjoy the NFL. If you're boycotting the NFL or national level, that's fine. If you have a more selective boycott like myself, that's also fine. But just be cool to everybody and don't think that one way is the best way. There's always some kind of room for a gray area, and if people think differently about me because of how I operate in this gray area, then that's just something that I'm going to have to live with personally, and I'm quite content with that. So enjoy the rest of your week, and I will talk to you next time on The Realist. <laughs>